0: Welcome to the Virtual CFO Podcast, where you'll learn how to grow and innovate your business one step at a time from successful business owners. And here's your host, Brad Turville.
1: Hi there, it's Brad here from the Virtual CFO Podcast. It has been quite some time since our last episode. So let's get back into the swing of things with an easy one. I recently did a radio interview with David Kosh from the Sunrise program talking about all things succession planning and how to get started. So let's have a listen to that.
0: Welcome back to Business Builders. David Kosh and Nick Bennett tonight for this Thursday. Now, last week, Koshy, we touched on succession planning, something that Mm. folks don't often think about until they retire or are nearly ready to retire. But perhaps if you work in a family business, it can be a regular conversation.
2: Yeah, and it was brought about by a question from a listener that that we answered. And I thought Mm. we'd go into it a bit further because it is absolutely critical for any small business and any small business owner to have success some sort of succession plan. You don't want to be shackled to your business for life. And joining us on the program is virtual CFO at BJT Financial Services, Brad Turville, to discuss some of the things you need to think about when it comes to succession planning. Brad, um, thanks for joining us on the program. Um, Give us a snapshot. Why is it so important to have a plan?
1: Well, gents, it's a little bit like taking a holiday. Now, you want to plan in advance so when you get to the airport, you're good to go. And the problem is, most people spend more time you know, planning their holidays than they do planning their business. So, mm-hmm. when it comes to succession planning, I find every day of the week most business owners they underestimate the time needed, you know, really to get a good outcome. And the key to that is the plan.
0: It has been said uh, that a clever person who runs a business will have someone waiting in the wings. To me, I thought that was odd in the beginning, the first time I heard it. But they were very confident that, in having someone to back them up when time came, that things would go better. Do you recommend that as a good way forward?
1: Yeah, look, it's, it's uh, succession planning is a very emotional and family business, is very political. Myself, coming from a family business, so I know all about it. Um, and having someone, you know, there to take over from you, when you think about a business, it's built around your values and beliefs. It's almost like your little baby. Mm. You, know, you just don't want to throw it away. So um, uh, having a plan in place where um, you can transition over quite a long time, um, the, the, that time period can scare a few people, um, really ensures that when you step away in what capacity that looks like, there's someone there to leave on your legacy. Mm.
2: So take us through the steps, that you need to go through to get a a proper succession plan up and going. And you've got to write it down, don't you? You've got to think it through.
1: We do. And I I like to take the kid principle, so we want to keep it simple. And you want to determine where you are right now and then how will things look like on the other side once you've exited and once once it's all played out. So Mm. looking at what type of succession is it going to be. Uh, It could be something like an internal type management buyout or for our family businesses, um, who's going to succeed you uh, in in the managing and ownership of the business? So you know, many small to medium businesses, it revolves around the owners in many ways. So the plan is to unravel this web and decide how the relevant tasks and roles will be Mm. handed over. And that can start on a napkin with a little join the dots of I'm here and this is how I would love for it to be.
2: And so sort of the extremes are you're going to get out and sell it. That's got to be the easiest thing, you know, even though it's a family business, you don't want all the complications of passing it on to family because often they don't pay uh, or don't pay enough for it or want to pay over time. Mm. Um, So you can either exit just and, and sell the business to somebody else, or then you've got to identify somebody who's going to take it over, which may or may not be a family member. And Correct, that's the yes. complication, is that?
1: Yeah, and it's not always a given that if you're a family member, then you're you know next in line to yeah. take over mum and dad's business. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't work like that. And that's maybe not always in the best interest of, of let's call it, the parents yeah. or of the business in itself has got certain duties to uphold. Um, and something for the parents as well, um, I, I find a really good question is, um, uh, once this succession plan is played out, Um, what are you actually going to do? Because the business has probably been your life for a long time. Um, And that stumps most people when they don't know what's next.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm just going to hang around and help the kids and they could get in the way. Uh, Who should be involved in the conversation? Do we bring in legal people? Do we bring in accountants? Who else?
1: Definitely start with your accountant and your lawyer. They're going to be the key players. They probably know more about you than you know about yourself. So, starting there in regards to having it mapped out. And most business owners, they'll have a general practitioner type accountant um, who can help you with the tax stuff. But like going to see a doctor, your doctor will refer you to a specialist when need be, but still stay involved. The same goes here. So there's specialist succession experts out there, especially for some of the bigger fish businesses out there that that need a little bit uh, bit of help. Um, they can piggyback onto your accountant. But the starting point, have a chat to them and say, hey, Bob, hey, Mary, here's what I'm thinking.
2: Yep. And often it can mean taking the entire family away and decisions like you just make it your immediate family or spouses come along Mm. um, and all the politics and issues that they and different views that they bring along. um, And it's really just communicating, isn't it? And often having an independent person there to run it can be the best idea.
1: 100% took the words out of my mouth. That independent person just brings that unbiased opinion, especially with family businesses where whether you want to accept it or not, there's already a pecking order in there and that will work its way out every meeting you have. So that unbiased person can act as the judge and the adjudicator, um, put a bit of structure. And you know what? Things come out of those meetings that have never been brought up before, laughter and tears and all sorts of things. (laughs) And it's it's really trying to determine how is this going to unravel. And it will be difficult to make some of those decisions.
2: Yeah, yeah. But... It's talking about it and having a clear plan. And it's better to do – not say, well, I want to get out of the business next week. Mm. So, okay, let's work toward – let's have a 1,000-day uh, step, a 1,000-day yeah. plan that this is how I'm going to exit, rather and, – and do it in a gradual basis, is it?
1: Yeah, correct. Look, I, I like to say about three to five years. Um, mm. Five years, obviously, if you're a little bit bigger. Three,
0: yeah.
1: um, if you're a little bit smaller, which might sound like a long time, but that'll go – week and in regards to the change management a lot has to happen and you want to avoid a fire sale and it all just crumbling and yep. um uh you know uh, getting emotional about it um buy yourself some time start now
2: yep all right some great advice brad thank you for that brad turville there from bjt financial services some great tips there on succession planning
1: so there you go there's a little bit of a intro into where to get started with succession planning especially if you're at that stage or starting to think of things because you really want time to be on your side. You don't want to rush it. And when you're getting started, it doesn't need to be rocket science. So I'm going to endeavour to be putting together more podcast episodes you know, it's been a little while since we've put them out there. And, you know, even just recently, I've had a few people say to me that, you know, they've been listening to them and they're going to listen to them again. So maybe that's a little bit of a nudge to me to put a, a few new ones out there. So, look, I'm going to keep it top of mind when some great stuff comes up. I'm going to have a listen. If you're not already involved in our monthly business improvement webinar, head over to bjtfinancial.com.au. You'll find a link there on the landing page. It's a webinar I run. Uh, First Tuesday of every month, I pick a new business improvement topic and for 20 minutes, we'll focus on a specific business improvement topic and I'll give you a few tips on what you can do to improve things. So until next time,
0: this is Brad Turville signing off from the Virtual CFO Podcast.